0: Love Talk Radio. Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. Good morning, this is Pastor Jim Newsom, and this is Truth in the Word on Christian Survival Radio. the 10th day of August 2018, 7.30 a.m. on the East Coast of the United States. We're broadcasting to you today from North Central West Virginia. Before we get into the Word of God, let's go to prayer. Precious Heavenly Father, we come to you today once again, lifting up your holy and your righteous name. Your Word, which we speak today, will not come back void. It will do that which you sent it to do. And we ask you to bless these words that fall in the hearts and the minds of the people. Lord, the people's lives will be changed by your word because you sent your word and you healed us. Lord, we decrease today that you might increase. We lift up the name of Jesus that men might be drawn unto him. And we ask all these things in Jesus' holy and righteous name we pray. Amen and amen. Uh, the name of Jesus, the name above all names. No other name under heaven can a man be saved except it be through the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Continue today in the book of Acts, are going to continue today starting around verse 6, but before we get there, we'll read verses 1 through 5, a little review of yesterday. We're going to lead up today, hopefully, to get to the part where Jesus ascended up into heaven to sit by the Father's right hand, his place of authority, his place of intercession, his place of His high priesthood. Uh, all dominion and all power, the Bible says, is given unto Him today. He's He's Lord. He's uh, the center, the focal point of, of, of everything in the universe. All things were made by Him and for Him, the Word of God says. He is the Creator. So we do the best we can on this broadcast to lift up the name of of Jesus and everything else will take care of itself. If He's preached, and we're preaching the gospel. If He's not preached, then we're not preaching the gospel. If you preach any other gospel, Paul said, let there be a curse come upon you, is what the Word of God says. So uh, the Bible says, rightly divide the Word of truth. In the book of Genesis, Jesus Christ concealed in the New Testament, Jesus Christ revealed a revelation. Of Jesus Christ. It was given unto John. On the isle of Patmos. We must seek him. The Bible declares while he may be found. Knowing today as I repeat myself. He is Lord. And will always be Lord. All things flow back to him. He's the one that's going to restitute all things. The Bible declares he was crucified from the foundation. Of this earth. And may all power and all glory and all praise and honor go to him. The only one that was worthy to open the seals, as John wept, they said, weep not, behold, the Lamb of God that was crucified from the foundation of the earth is worthy to open the seals. Amen. Which, if you read it, I believe it begins in Revelation chapter 5, the title deed of the earth, that which was given up in the garden. He brings he brings back to himself. He's always all dominion, all power is given unto him. But that time, that time there'll be an enforcement of this of this kingship, this priesthood. Amen. When Peter said that be a restitution of all things. When you see these things come to pass, look up, he says, because your redemption draws nigh. We're in the last days of this age. Amen. It behooves each and every one of us to search out our own salvation with trembling and with fear. Pray the prayer of the psalmist David. Pray, Lord, whatever you find in me that's not right, remove it. Create within me a new heart. Create within me a right spirit. Amen. That we might not be separated in these end times from our Lord. Acts chapter 1, Luke wrote the book written around AD 62. The former, the former Triste, or Logos, have I made, O Theopolis, of all that Jesus began to do and to teach. Now, we know that he mentioned this particular gentleman in, in Luke 1, 3. Verse 2, until the day which he, who's he, Jesus, was taken up, after that he, through the Holy Ghost, had given commandments unto the apostles whom he had chosen to him also he, he showed himself alive after his passionary suffering by many infallible proofs undeniable proofs being seen of them 40 days and speaking of the things pertaining to the kingdom of god and being assembled together with them commanded them that they should not depart from jerusalem but wait for the promise of the father which saith he, ye have heard of me. We gave many scriptures concerning that yesterday. Verse 5, For John truly baptized with water, but ye shall be baptized, or immersed, or saturated with the Holy Ghost, not many days hence. We see here in chapter 5 the promise of the outpouring of the Spirit. Acts chapter 2, Peter spoke what Joel said in Joel Joel chapter 2. He said, in the last days I shall pour out of my Spirit upon all flesh. We talk so much about the evil that is seeming to be multiplied in this day and this age, and it certainly is, but don't forget, God is also pouring out His Spirit whereby we have a way we have an anchor we have a hope today in jesus christ the gospel is still the good news that's why it must be preached unto all the world faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of god we plant seeds in people's lives and in their hearts we we plant the seed the bible says one plants one waters but god brings the Increase, because the word of God is quick and powerful, sharper than a two-edged sword, and cuts the center and divides every spirit and discerns every spirit. You must let him have total leadway in our lives. He said, "You shall be baptized with ghost, not many days hence." Matthew three eleven says, "I indeed, talking John the Baptist speaking, I indeed baptize you with water unto repentance, but he that come after me is mightier than." I, whose shoes I am not worthy to bear, were unlatched. He shall baptize you with the Holy Ghost and with fire. What the church needed, the church needs the Holy Ghost. The church needs the paraclete, the helper, the one that comes alongside. The Holy Ghost should be running every church. Everyone that claims the name of Jesus, everybody that, that preaches the gospel, should be led by the Holy Spirit. Jesus is still the head of the church. The Holy Ghost is his ambassador upon this earth, and he should be leading God's people. We should not not stray from what the Holy Ghost teaches. The Bible declares he does all things in decency and in order. He come to speak of Jesus Christ. When the Holy Ghost speaks, he will fulfill the Word, He will speak what's in the Word. He will never deviate from the Word of God. never and out of the mouths of two or three. The Bible says things shall be confirmed. The fruit and the gifts are part of the outpouring. The fruit of the Spirit and the gifts of the Spirit. The fivefold ministry in Ephesians chapter 4 is part of the activity of the church. Peter said, You are lively, stones. How are we made alive by the Holy Ghost? Jesus said, Out of your belly shall flow rivers, my Lord, of living water. How? By the power of the Holy Ghost, who by the way is God. In the beginning God, Elohim, we said this many times, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Jesus said, I must go away, but I will send you one back that will lead you and guide you into all truth and all righteousness. There's so much controversy about the Holy Spirit, but that doesn't change who he is. He's the third person of the Trinity. He's the, he's the one that's holding back all the evil we see in this world, that if, if this evil could, it would overtake everything and everybody, but the Holy Ghost is holding back, stopping this evil for a time and for a period. Now, the Bible says that, that uh, lawlessness or iniquity shall abound. The love of many shall grow cold. The sin will certainly increase. Evil will increase. Perilous times is coming. The Bible declares fierce times when Christians will be under severe persecution. Like they are right now in the Middle East. America, for the most part, has been spared persecution, but it's coming. And are we ready? Are we prayed up? Are we stayed up? Have we searched out? Do we know in whom we believe? What is the foundation of our life? Who sits on the throne of our heart today? My my God, help us. Help us. Help us. Verse 6, Acts chapter 1. When they therefore were come together, they asked of him, saying, Lord, Will thou at this time restore again the kingdom of Israel? The Bible declares that Jesus will rule the world from Jerusalem. So, will the kingdom of Israel be restored back to prominence? Yes, after Jacob's trouble. Spoke about in Daniel, the abomination of desolation. After Israel goes through the great tribulation, the Bible declares 144,000 Jews, 12,000 from every tribe of Israel, will be preaching the gospel during this tribulation period. They're going to recognize Jesus Christ as the Messiah. Zechariah says, The Lord says, comes up to his people and they said where did you get those scars and he said i got them in the house of my friends the recognition when israel will receive jesus christ as their messiah after being duped by the antichrist now jesus said in matthew 24 take heed that all he take take heed that no man deceive you by any means so he points that deception is the greatest weapon Satan is going to use, cloaked in half-truths, not rightly dividing. We've got to read the Word of God, rightly divide the Word of God. Read the verse above and the verse below, every verse that we quote. Read the verse above and the verse below. Amen. Don't leave anything out. Every eye is going to be dotted that period at the end of every sentence, every jot and every tittle will be fulfilled. So they asked the question, will at this time, now, will the kingdom of Israel be restored? Now, Jesus didn't answer the question other than this. Verse 7. And he said unto them, "It is not for you to know the times or the seasons, which the Father hath put in His own power. Who's in charge? God the Father. Jesus sits by the right hand of the Father, making intercession for me and for you. So, will you restore again the kingdom? Of not, not at this time." Not this time. The, the New Testament church, many believed, Paul had a letter concerning this, many believed that that Jesus was going to come back in their lifetime. But it's been over 2,000 years. See? And we're still waiting for the return of the Lord. Everything is in God's timing. Everything. Psalmist David said, my times are in your hands. My longevity, your longevity, whatever it might be, is in the hands of an almighty God. We were created in his image. He gives us breath. Our heartbeat beats because of him. He orders our footsteps. In him we live and walk and talk and have our being. Now, Matthew, I'm sorry, Mark 13, 32 says this. But the day and that hour knoweth no man, not the angels which are in heaven, neither the Son, but the Father. Now this kind of puts a hole in date setting, okay? In date setting. We've seen that. The dates have been set and in you know, all actuality nothing happened. So we should be careful about setting See, the old story, of course, not in the Bible, the man that cried wolf, wolf, wolf. And then one day, nobody paid any attention. Nobody paid any attention. But know this, he's coming. But of that day, the day's coming, and that hour, no of Listen, no man. No, not even the angels, which are in heaven. Neither even the Son, S-O-M, but the Father, He said, it's not for you to know the times and the seasons, which the Father put in his own hand. In Deuteronomy 29, 29, the secret things belong unto the Lord, our God. But those things which are revealed belong unto us and to our children forever that we may do all the words of this law. He said, there are certain things God doesn't reveal. Now, we know that... At the conversion of the apostle Paul, that he didn't go back and consort with the apostles Peter and John and Jane, but 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 he went back. He went to where Arabia, where the Holy Ghost taught him and gave him mysteries. Of course, the mysteries was the the work that Jesus done on the cross. That we are no longer under law, but we live by grace. <laughs> Romans teaches us that we all have a sin nature. Romans chapter 6 teaches us that sin shall not have dominion over your life. Romans 8 teaches us there's no condemnation in Christ Jesus to those who walk after the spirit and not after the flesh. Romans teaches that the law of sin and death, I'm sorry, the law of life in Christ Jesus has set us free from the law of sin and death death, that everything that mankind needs was accomplished at the cross. Plain and simple as that. When Jesus bowed his head and said, it is finished, he accomplished what he was sent to do. Yes, he finished it. We don't need some man taking up the uh, 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 his mantle. Jesus got the work done. Amen. But Down through the ages, many men have have come up and said, well, Jesus didn't finish his work. I've come to finish Are you serious? Flesh and blood is going to do what Jesus did? A, a, A mere mortal man is going to pay for the sins of the world? I don't think so. It took the Son of the living God, to come down in flesh and blood, that perfect DNA, that perfect blood. Behold the Lamb of God that takes away the sin of the world. So, the secret things belong to God. Now, that which is revealed, that which we have light, the Bible declares that we have responsibility To walk in every morsel of light that we get, walk ye therein. For you are not the children of darkness, but you are the children of light. For all things come down out of heaven from the Father of lights. God is light. Wherever he steps, darkness has to dissipate. So we have responsibility to walk in the revelation that we get. Amen. But that which we don't have, don't worry about it. Now seek God, of course. Now Daniel said, as the angel of the Lord says, shut up the book. Shut up the book because a lot of things are not going to be revealed until the end time. That's what we're living. I'm sure God has more revelation, but never outside of his word. You'll never move outside of his word. Somebody says, I've got this revelation, but it's not in the Bible. Walk away. Walk away. Don't even entertain it. Amen. Because revelation comes from the Bible. Revelation and the word is progressive, certainly, and teaches us things we don't even know. The deep, even the deep things of God, the Bible says. Psalms 110, verse 1, The Lord said unto my Lord, Sit thou at my right hand until I make thine enemies thy footstool. So we have at this particular time Jesus sitting by the right hand of God Almighty the Father. Making intercession, Romans says, for me and for you. For the spirit is touched by our infirmities. Infirmities is an immoral Physical, financial, anything, psychological, whatever might be problem we are fighting is an infirmity. Anything that makes us infirm, anything that comes against it, anything that, that has has risen up in our lives to destroy us. Be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary, the devil, goes about seeking whom he can destroy and seeking whom he can devour. Now let's let's go down here, okay, to Revelation chapter 2, verse 27. I repeat these scriptures and quote these scriptures, but I'm going to read them to you today. Probably every broadcast, but Revelation two twenty-seven says, He shall rule them with a rod of iron. Talking about Jesus Christ. As the vessels of a potter shall they be broken to what shivers, even as I received of my Father. Hmm. Genesis 49, 10 says the scepter. This is when when, when when Jacob is talking to his son Judah, which is the tribe of Judah, which is where Jesus, that's Jesus' tribe, the scepter, Genesis forty nine ten, shall not depart from Judah, nor a lawgiver from between his feet until Shiloh come, and unto him shall be the gathering of the people big, who Shiloh, Jesus Christ. One, Who's raised up, Moses said, similar to me, but will be greater than me. John the Baptist said, we preached. to John the Baptist, the forerunner. They asked him, are you the Christ? No, I'm not the Christ. I'm the one pointing to the Christ. I'm the spirit of Elijah that has come. Okay, verse 7. And he said unto them, it is not for you to know the times or the seasons which the Father hath put in his own power. That word times is chronos which denotes a particular period or interval by extension of an individual opportunity. (laughs) For today is the day of salvation. Choose you this day, this chronos time, who you are going to serve. See, we're dropped in time, but time's not always going to last. God's not controlled by time. He works outside of time. He controls time Time does not control him. So it denotes a particular opportunity for the times or the seasons. In other words, seasons is kairos. Means an occasion, that is, or a proper or an appointed time. God's all about appointment. The feast, the seven feasts that he that, that he instituted under the old law Feast means appointment. It doesn't mean to come eat. It means appointed time. So there's an appointed time for all things. There's a chronos, a period, an interval. And then there's certain kairos times in those days where there's a proper appointed time for things to take place. When he prophesied and prophecy comes to pass, that's a kairos time. And the time, as I just told you a while ago, is in his hands, David said, "My times are in Your hands." So God controls time certainly, and He knows exactly the beginning from the ending. He's got the switch. He's the one that's going to change it, even speed it up. The Bible says there's an acceleration. The word "taco" where we get where we get the uh, uh, where we get the word tachometer, which which an increase in RPMs and revolutions, more pressure. What's happening in nature, and how 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 the earth is travailing, and we are in the end of this age. When's it going to happen? Times and seasons for none of us to know, but it's in the Father's hands. Put it in His own power, and the Bible says we need to discern the times. Ishikar, the sons of Ishikar, discerned the times and knew what to do for Israel. Hebrews chapter one verses one and two said, "God, who at sundry times." And in divers' manners, different times, different ways, spake in time's past unto the fathers by the prophets, having these last days spoken unto us by his Son, whom he hath appointed heir of all things, by whom also he, Jesus Christ, made the world. This is talking about dispensations. How different times in history God has dealt differently with men. But he's always dealing with men. Who are we that God is mindful of us? So we've got a chronos time. Everyday time, I guess you'd call it. But still a particular time. It's still an interval. It's still a window of opportunity. For today is the day of salvation. Don't squander the time and the opportunities which we have which we live in every day. Every day is an opportunity to live for Jesus Christ, to be a witness. Every day is an opportunity to accept him, to be re- renewed in him, lifted up in him. This, this whole thing is in his hands. And in the Kairos, in the occasion, you know, a proper time, an appointed time. A Kairos time is, is, is in man's life, for, for man is appointed once to die. Everybody's going towards an appointment. If we're not taken out of here, then we're going to die. We're either going to go by the way of the rapture, very unpopular term today, or we're going to go by the way of the grave. Is Jesus coming back? Is Jesus going to resurrect the dead? Yes. Paul talked about it in Thessalonians and also in Corinthians. For the dead in Christ shall rise first, and those that are alive and remain shall be caught up in the air to be with Jesus Christ. That's an appointed time, and it will happen according to the timing of God. So our focus should be to preach the gospel until that happens. Go in the highways and the byways and compel them to come in. There's hurting, dying people out there that we, the church, need to reach. Amen. God help us today. Okay, verse 8, Acts 1. But ye shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost has come upon you. Ye shall be witness unto me both in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and unto the uttermost parts of the earth, which is universal. Everywhere the gospel is to be Peter preached a lot to the Jews, a couple Gentiles here and there. The Roman soldier wasn't Cornelius and his household. Paul was the Gentile. I'm sorry, Paul was the apostle to the Gentiles. So you shall receive power. Or dunamus, dunamus, or where we get the word dynamite. Power, specific power, miraculous power. In other words, where this power is, miracles happen. It means to have an ability, abundance, might, strength, even the word violence, or to do wonderful works. Hmm. Greater work shall you do in my name, even as I have done. It's just the job of the church. As a body, not as, not as a single man. We don't need single men. We need a body. We need unity in the spirit. <clears throat> Pardon me. A house divided. will not stand, the Bible says. Jesus preached unity, one mind, one accord. He told them all to go back and wait for the promise. You shall receive power after the Holy Ghost has come upon you. In 2 Peter 1.3, <clears throat> Peter, wrote, according as his divine power, hath given unto us all things that pertain unto life and godliness, through the knowledge of him that hath called us to glory and virtue. So he says, this is the, this is the uh, great commission, hmm. to be a witness for Jesus Christ. If you deny me before men, I will deny you before my father. He says, start in Jerusalem, all Judea, Samaria, and then spread out to the uttermost part of the earth. We, we find after the day of Pentecost, to jump ahead a little bit, that day pretty in that central area where in, in in the holy city called what? Jerusalem. And it took persecution to get them out of there to preach the gospel. It took a shaking uh, when judgment begins at the house of God. See, this is a universal thing. This is worldwide. Amen. The gospel is not to be preached in one 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 particular location. The gospel is to be preached in the all the world. matter of fact, that's one of the signs that when the gospel is preached to and all the world, that, that shows that Jesus is coming back soon. And the technology is here today to preach the gospel from all to to the entirety of the world. Media is not all bad; depends how it's used. Okay. So this these are the words of Jesus. This is what he said. You've got to do. Verse nine. When he had spoken these things. While they yet beheld or was looking on him, he was taken up, received him out of their sight. Can you imagine this? Uh, the Lord speaking in His glorified body. Remember, we talked yesterday how He ate and, and uh, uh, walked through walls and appeared to people, appeared to apostles like three, three or four times. Uh, said, "You have any meat?" Uh, had a, He said, "He said spirit." don't have bones I mean the, the word of God says Thomas actually put his hand in the nail scars so he had a glorified body and the Bible says it's what we're going to get amen I've heard a lot of a a lot of what they call conjecture is saying uh we'll probably be around the age of 33 which was the age of Christ when 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 he was crucified but the Bible says behold I make all things new it's it's hard to wrap your mind around that That's what the Bible teaches. Amen. Where corruption puts on incorruption. Where mortality hmm, puts on immortality. This is the blessed hope of the Christian. That he, Jesus Christ, makes all things new. He was taken up. In Mark 16:19, so then after the Lord has spoken to them, he was received up into heaven and set on the right hand of God. We've established that. It's where he's sitting by the right hand of the Father. Even as I speak to you, this is his position, the place of authority, a place of inheritance. And the Bible says we are heirs and joint heirs with him because we've received him. He is the vine, the Bible says, and we are the branches. We receive our power from the vine. Behold, I give you power. Paul told us to press into that, leaving those things that are behind, pressing into the things that pertains to godliness, to the high mark of the high calling, were to ever be active, In this pursuit, the Bible declares we are to occupy, that's a military term, occupy until Jesus Christ comes back. So the church should be always active preaching the gospel. Praying for the sick, taking care of the sick, giving people cups of water in The name of Jesus," he said. He he said, "He he said, when you do to the least of these, he said, you've done it to me. It's pretty important that we do that. That we minister to people. That we feed people. Amen. Not not only spiritual food, but physical food. They're not going to listen to preachers if they're hungry. That's why we need to be a body. Certain areas, certain parts of the body of Christ. They thrive in these areas of feeding, clothing, and housing people. And, and, and we need to support these efforts. Amen. People hurt. And the good news is the gospel. That Jesus loves them. And we've got to love people through him. Paul said you can be all spiritual. You can talk in tongues. You can do all these things. operating in the gifts of the spirit. But he said if you don't have love, it's all but a tinkling symbol. Love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, with all thy soul, with all thy mind, and love your neighbors yourself. If you, if you keep those two commandments, you've kept them all according to what was taught in the Word of God. In 1 Peter 3.22, he's going into heaven and is on the right hand of God. Angels and authorities and powers. Listen, I'm going to read this again. Angels and authorities and powers being made subject unto him. So who's Lord? And upon his vesture, John said, was written King of kings and Lord of lords. Jesus Christ is Lord. Oh yes, yes, he is. <laughs> well, he's a myth. He's he he's a he he he's a production of somebody's mind, though. He's the Son of the Living God. Incarnated, never created, incarnated and the word became flesh Romans 8:34 who is he that condemneth it is Christ that died yea rather that is risen again who is even at the right hand of god who also maketh intercession for us they was taken up the Bible says he was taken up in a cloud. Daniel 7, verses 13 and 14 said, I saw in night visions. And behold, one like the Son of Man came with, with, with the clouds of heaven. He went up with the cloud, and the Bible says he's coming back with a cloud, and came to the Ancient of Days, which is God the Father. And they brought him near before him, and there was given him dominion and glory. <laughs> Wow. and a kingdom that all people, nations, and language to serve him. His dominion is an everlasting dominion which shall not pass away and his kingdom that which shall not be destroyed. The finality of the coming of the Lord which will establish old things are passed away and all things are made new. The renovation, the restitution of all things through Jesus Christ, and what He's promised it's coming, and hell's not going to stop it. Verse ten, and while they looked steadfastly toward heaven, <laughs> I can imagine it was really looking steadfastly as He went up. Behold, two men or two angels stood by them in white apparel. Angels, and even when Jesus appeared in the in the Old Testament. Uh, it's always in white, which signifies purity, the purity and the holiness of God. Daniel 7, 9 says, I beheld till the thrones were cast down, and the ancient of days did set, whose garment was white as snow, and his hair of his head was like pure wool. Same thing that John saw. His throne was like a fiery flame, and his wheels as a burning fire. Same thing the prophet Ezekiel saw. The The word of God confirms itself. Just give it a chance. Read it, write it divide. Verse eleven. Which also said ye men of Galilee, this is what, what the angel spoke. Why stand you gazing up into heaven? This same Jesus, which is taken up from you into heaven, shall so come in like manner as ye have seen him go into heaven. So the way he came or the way he went is the way he's coming back. That's a promise. Matthew 25, verses 31 through 46. When the Son of Man shall come in his glory and all the holy angels with him, then shall he set upon the throne of his glory. And before him shall be gathered, listen, all nations. He shall separate them one from another as a shepherd divideth his sheep and his sheep from the goats. He shall set the sheep on his right hand, but the goats on his left. Then shall the king, Jesus Christ, king of kings, lord of Lord, say unto them on his right hand, come ye blessed of my father, inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. When it was prepared from the foundation of the world. Listen, for as I hungered, part of the mechanics of the gospel, for as I hungered and you gave me meat, I was thirsty, and you gave me drink. I was a stranger, and you took me in. Naked ye clothed me. I was sick, and you visited me. I was in prison, and ye came unto me. Then shall the righteous answer him, saying, Lord, when saw we thee and hungered, and fed thee, or thirsty, and gave thee drink? Verse 38, when saw we thee a stranger, and took thee in, or naked, and clothed thee? Or when saw we thee sick or in prison and came unto thee, and the king shall answer and say unto them, Verily I say unto you, Inasmuch as ye have done it unto one of the least of these my brethren, ye have done it unto me. Hmm. Then shall he say unto unto them on the left hand, Depart from me, ye cursed unto them. Listen, the everlasting fire that was prepared for the devil and his angels. For I was a hungered and you gave me no meat, I was thirsty and you gave me no drink. I was a stranger, you took me not in, naked You clothed me not, sick and in prison you visited me not. Then they also answered him, saying, Lord, when saw we and when saw we thee and hungered or, or a thirst, or a stranger or naked or sick or in prison, and did not minister unto thee? And shall he answer them, saying, Verily I say unto you, inasmuch as you did it not to the one of the least of these, you did it not to me. And these shall go away into everlasting punishment, but the righteous into eternal life. Go back up there. He says in verse 41, depart from me, ye cursed, into everlasting fire. That's, That's hell. Okay. Prepared for the devil and his angels. Not prepared for man. Prepared for the devil and his angels. Verse 12, then returned they into where Jerusalem from the mount called Olives, which is from Jerusalem, a Sabbath day's journey. Mount of Olives, all things took place. Zechariah 14, 4 says, and his feet shall stand in that day upon the Mount of Olives, which is before Jerusalem on the east. And the Mount of Olives shall cleave in the midst there, thereof toward the east and toward the west. And there shall be a great valley, and half of the mountain shall remove toward the north, and half of it toward the south. And the water shall flow down the Kenron Valley into the dead sea. And that which is dead shall live again. Next time we're going to go into into the upper room. So we'll probably next time take up verse 13. But the ascension we talked about today. I know this is part two. We talked some about yesterday, but we read the scripture today where he was taken up and the same Jesus that was taken up and likewise, the cloud shall come back are you ready to meet him are you ready for all these events that's coming as you see the world and, and the end of this age and the pressures and the situations and and iniquities abounding evil is increasing I was listening yesterday to the great prophecy by uh, Pastor Pastor David I'm sorry Pastor Pastor David Wilkerson and how he was dead on. In 1973, he prophesied some of the things that that weren't even going on then, and he prophesied what was going to happen. Listen to that sometime. It should shake us to our core to, to know that God fulfills His word. We hear these things and see these things and read these things that we might be warned. That we might look under the hills and come with our redemption. That we might start searching out our own salvation with trembling and with fear. And if you don't know Jesus Christ today, if you're not ready for all these events that come in, they're going to happen. All in God's time, all in God's Cairo's time, appointed time, they will happen. Are you ready? Do you know Jesus Christ? The Bible says, Confess with your mouth and believe in your heart. That God Almighty, God the Father, raised through the quickening spirit, through the Holy Spirit, raised Jesus Christ from the dead. Confess your sin. Repent and do your first work. Do repent and and turn, make a conscious decision to go in another direction. Announce all evil in your life. And the Bible says he will forgive every sin you've ever committed and give you a clean slate and save your soul and write your name in the Lamb's book of life. There's a new name written down in heaven. The song says, and it's mine. Thank God it's mine. Amen. The Bible calls it a white stone. Are you ready to meet him? Are we ready to meet him? It should be a challenge every day. Is there anything that stands between us and God? Are we laying aside every weight of sin that would so easily weigh us down? So much. The Bible says we're going to have tribulation. We're going to have temptation. All these things are going to be here. As long as we live in flesh and blood, we're going to have to we're going to have to deal with these things. They said, I'll give you power. I'll make a way of escape. I'm not going to let the devil destroy you. As we talked about, he, you know, he told Peter, Satan seeks to have you and to sift you like wheat. But I pray for you that your faith not fail. If you need healing today by his stripes, he's healed. In Jesus' name, you are healed. Believe. Lay hands on yourself today. Take your little oil, anoint yourself. And pray over yourself. Go to church. Get prayed for. Don't ever give up on your healing. Call the elders of the church, the Bible says. Anoint them with oil and pray their prayer of faith. They shall be healed. Being sinners in their life shall be forgiven them. If you're fighting today in your mind, which most people are, he was chastised for our peace of mind because he's the Prince of Peace. Whatever you have need of today, whatever situation or circumstance you're going through, as complex and as difficult as it might be, with Jesus Christ with you in the fire, as he was with the three Hebrew boys, he's in the fire with you today. If you believe on his name, he's not going to let you fall. Neither shall my people be ashamed, he says in his word. I will be with them even until the end of this age, closer than a brother. His Holy Spirit is here to minister. God's not up here with a lightning bolt wanting to strike you down. He loves you. He would that none would perish, but that each and every one would come unto everlasting life. The only thing that really matters is the life to come. Yes, it matters. Of course it does. Of course it does. I'm not minimizing our life. Our life is very important. We need to live it for God, for our families, our friends, occupy. Let the joy of the Lord be our strength. But make no mistake about it, we are in a temporary situation. The Bible clearly states that we are. The Bible says we're as a fading leaf, as a wave tossed in the ocean, here today and gone tomorrow. Our eternity needs to be settled in this life, in this time frame. Our eternity needs to be settled. Is your eternity settled today? Do you know Jesus Christ? Precious Heavenly Father, we thank you today, Lord for your word, for your power, for your gospel that you've given each and every one of us. Lord, that you help us today. And Lord, we ask you, Lord, to touch the hearts and the minds of the people. Lord, that you would move in, in the mighty name of Jesus, that you would touch and heal and deliver and set free, that you would save today, that people will call upon your holy and your righteous name, and you would help, and you would save, and you deliver, and you set free. Lord, touch those who hurt today. Lord, give people a reason to live. Give them direction. Give them strength. Strengthen them today, Lord. We ask all these things in the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen and amen. Till next time, God bless. This has been Truth in the Word with Pastor Jim Newsom on Christian Survival Radio. Our email address is truthintheword777 at gmail.com. May God bless each and every one of you. Keep looking up, for Jesus is coming. Sir. Sure.